Davi here, and today we have a new episode in the Davi podcast. And today I'd like to discuss the idea of going full-time versus going part-time. And the idea here is, because I was listening to this other podcast, and the guy mentioned how you can't really go part-time. I mean, you can do some part-time stuff, or you can have like a side hustle, but you have to be aware that if you're doing that side hustle, you're not going to be in an advantage in that area of whatever your side hustle is because whenever you're doing something part-time or if you're doing something that's part-time someone else out there is doing that thing full-time so in terms of competition you're actually in a disadvantage now maybe you are um doing the side hustle the side hustle just for some side income that makes sense that's not a problem if it works for you and your kind of path, sure, but or also if you're trying to transition, it makes sense um, to not just fully dive in and kind of immediately. But the point here is that you're always going to be in a disadvantage, in a disadvantaged position because you won't be able to deliver the same, not just quantity but quality of work compared to the other guy that's spending his entire time working on that um one thing because his one thing is his main thing and you're not going to be able to achieve the same level of work if you just treat that thing as a side hustle so it, it, in a way you do have to be somewhat courageous now of course you know it's not always going to be feasible for everyone because you know th- these are trying times for everyone but uh, how do i say this it's also because of this kind of era, this new um, era where, you know, things are just insane. You know, like the powers that be are just creeping in very, very quickly. Uh, it's it's even more important to be the best because being the best or being one of the best or the closer you are at the top or the higher you are in the social, I guess, or economic hierarchy the safer and freer you will be. And I think that's what most of us want to be in. Like we want to be not only safer in terms of economics, I guess, especially, but also in terms of our freedoms, we do, we do want to be a bit more... Because I think it's understood that the higher you are at the top or the closer you are at the top, the less restrictions you have. You know, you pretty much live in a different world. Like you are, in a way, a first-class person just because, you know, of money. And yes, it's not always fair, but you know we have to understand that's just how life works. But uh, yeah, the point is, you know, you have to be, you have to think about your work. Like, do you want to just do this thing as a hobby, or do you want to? Because if you are, if you just want it to be more of a hobby, then you don't even have to work that much. So it is a great way to de-stress if you understand that you're not even going to. Um, be fully invested in this thing then why work as hard you know so you can have this kind of question you can ask yourself this question and see if this is actually what you want to do as your main thing but if say art is your main thing or a specific kind of art is your main thing you have to be able to double down triple down like 10x your work and dive in fully deep (laughs) you know in this craft of yours because it is the safest place to be, to be in the you know, top 10, top 1%. And 
by doing things part-time kind of on the side, you're only doing kind of on the side level of work. You're not going to be able to give it your all. And in this time, we need to be able to give our all. And when it comes to your customers, your clients, your audience, people are going to pick the best. And you can't really blame um, your clientele, your customers, your buyers, your patrons to or members to. Um, you can't blame these people to pick the best because, you know, they are in dire situations as well. So they want to just limit their options to just the best options. So it's safer for me and it's safer for them if I'm the best or if you're the best in whatever um, field or area you are in, in terms of, say, a career or business. And it's kind of similar to this advice that I've heard of before where guys say that if you don't want to worry about money, just be in the top 1% of whatever field you are in. And you're pretty much guaranteed a safe life because you're always going to be looked up to or you're always going to be first choice, first choice, essentially. And because if you're kind of in the bottom, you're kind of, um, you're not going to get paid as much, obviously, because you're not the best. And obviously, your options are going to be somewhat shit because, again, you're kind of limited to your skills, you know, the amount or the value you can provide. So. You know, this is the the thing about going full time. You can't the the moment you go full time, the moment you double down, triple down, um, that is where you can provide the most value because you're kind of this is your world. If art is your world, then you're going to be one of the best. Um, and it's not just about the skills; it's about how you do your marketing. Um, I've noticed that you know some of some of the best kind of artists do engage in the art community. You know, they're kind of in there in the comment section. They talk to other creators kind of in their lane. So, so their entire world essentially, or a big part of it at least, is in that world. And you can only do that if you go, if you go full-time. So by going part-time, by just um, kind of dabbling in art, you're not going to get to the same level as the artist that doubles down or that makes art his number one thing or her number one thing. And it is a hard thing, a hard choice. And for some, it's easier. I know for me, it's slightly easier because I don't have to worry so much. But, you know, I, I'm not in, in any kind of relationship. You know, I'm kind of safe. I have a safety net. A lot of people don't have safety nets. And, you know, it is unfair. But that's life. <laughs> so for me, it's just doubling down, tripling down on my results. And I, I still have to remind myself that I need to work even harder because of um, the position I'm in, you know. And, um, yeah, it's just hard nowadays if you can't go full time because, um, there's this idea of burning the boats. I remember doing a video on this on my, on my YouTube channel on going all in on art. And I think I went, to, uh, this is kind of the same thing where if you always have that kind of backup plan, you're not going to go as hard if you always have that kind of different path. In your mind, because you always have this. Um, it's kind of like cornering a um, an animal. Because if you do, because there's this thing. If they say if you do corner um, an animal, it starts to panic and it has no choice but to, I guess, attack you. You know, because if you do corner, if you don't give this animal uh, an escape route, it's going to 
be put in a position position where it's going to double down on its aggression and stuff like that. So this idea of burning the boats, of removing all of your, um, I guess, essentially by just being focused even more on, say, art, um, the chances of you achieving your thing does increase because it's going to help you focus more. Because if you're not, if you always have that side thing, or if you always have like a safety, not safety, but a backup plan or multiple back, backup plans, your focus kind of in the back of, of your mind is going to dribble or kind of dribble. Fuck. You're going to think about it behind the scenes. So you're not always, you're not, there's that, you're not giving your all essentially if you always have that thing in the back of your mind. So by cutting off all of your plan B's, plan C's, plan D's, I mean, yes, it's risky, but it will definitely make you focus more. It's kind of like um, like you're funneling all of your energy into this one thing. And yes, it is very risky, but, you know, you have to make that decision for yourself. And you have to understand that there are, yes, there are disadvantages. It's very risky. If you do fail, it is fucked up. But, you know, by going full-time, that's also the safest route. So just make sure that one thing is somewhat realistic or feasible i was reading this a tweet by this guy he's kind of like a financial advisor he mentioned that if there is i forgot the actual sequence but if there is competition there is demand and if there's demand there is money to be made i think i'm missing one more step but the point is you know if you're trying to do something within the art world because the art world is pretty big there are so many subfields within the you know, the artistic realm, there's 2D, there's 3D, there's animation, you know, there's 3D animation, 2D animation, there's traditional art, you know, there, there are so many things you can do or kind of dive into. And, um, if, you know, if there is competition in your field, most likely you'll see people buy their stuff and maybe if they have a Patreon, you'll see in their memberships, they do have a decent amount of uh, members on their site or they do have some decent amount of scales on their shops whether it be merchandise or prints or um, courses or any kind of i guess digital product you know if you're going to see or if you do see some competition i think it's a safer like you can safely bet more so in a way <laughs> um that the point is there is money to be made and um, obviously, there are some things that make that make more money than than um, others. For me, you know, I still haven't done it yet. I keep talking about it, but not safer work stuff. That's the, the that's the thing that makes the most money, I think. And uh, it's essentially porn, but it's not porn porn. You know, it's kind of art, but it's porn art, erotic art or erotica art. And um, yes, it does get the most attention. Now, I don't advise you to just follow the money. If you're not interested in it, interested in it in the first place, because you do have to think about the sustainability of your actions. You know, Trent Kanuga, he's a YouTuber, a concept artist. He does have a YouTube channel. Um, he's also a teacher, an educator in some ways. Like he has a bunch of courses on like uh, concept art and stuff like that. Um, Trent Kanuga talks about how, or he talks about like, you, you could do a not safer work stuff, but you have to be careful because if that's not your thing really, like, why bother? You know, it's not going to be sustainable. And yes, it does make money, but are you that guy or girl 
Now for me, I am kind of <laughs> that guy. Um, the only thing I have to do now is actually find out how to do it. Like, should I do? I still don't know how to. Like, the system, the 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 system is not established yet. The same way my YouTube channel is not there yet. You know, I do have a lot of videos, but it's still not where I want it to be. Like, I don't have a consistent system. I did mention this guy before. He's a Korean artist named Monix. Um. And he has like a system of making videos. It's very consistent. You know, he does tutorials, um, usually in real time. And he does a lot. Like his editing is super simple. He usually does people stuff, like uh, facial portraits, stuff like that. And he has like 400k subs now. And he has a system of uh, content creation for his YouTube channel. And it works. Um, I also mentioned Colleen before. Colleen is a, he, she's a, she, I think it's a she, yeah, it's a she, or she's a she. She's a, um, YouTuber as well. Uh, she's very fresh, I guess, because, like, uh, she pretty much blew up. And I would credit that to her consistency. Like, she has a system for making her videos. And it's just very, she doesn't have a lot of videos. Like, she posts, like, one video a week, like, I think. But, it has the same kind of format, and I think that's why that's what makes her consistency work, you know. Because obviously she has other things on the side. I don't think YouTube is her main thing, but um, yeah, you have to be able to find a system that works for you, and you can only really do that if you double down on your thing. If you really focus on your one major thing, and you can't do that if you're doing that part time, because you have to remember that. Because you, you have to shit. Because you have to remember that there's always some guy out there that's doing your thing, your part-time thing, full-time. And you won't be able to beat that guy because every day he's going in, going all in, he's burning the boats, he's making it happen. And you're going to have to decide, do you want to be the part-time guy where you do have less options? Or do you want to be the full-time person where you have more potential to reach your... um goals i guess and you have you just we have you, you'll end up having way more options and obviously it's going to be the safer and more freer route which i think we all want today so you know think about this do you want to be do you want your art thing whatever that thing is to be a part-time thing or do you really want it to be a full-time if you do want it to be your main thing and, be, and be, because you do want the advantages that come with that thing being full-time then you're going to have to make a courageous and risky decision to go full-time, and burn the boats. So, hopefully that helps you in some way. Kind of think about how you're approaching your art life, art journey this this 2022. And I hope it helps. Keep drawing, keep painting, keep learning, and stay free.